You went live, but you didn't play the... Yeah. Still jabbing it. Uh-oh, low-energy jab tonight, guys. we got to <laughs> pump him up. we got to pump him up. Hey, good evening, Krampus. How are we doing tonight? He said, good evening. <laughs> I imagine oh, Ryan and the rest will be logging in here shortly. You can see that tonight, on. huh? Oh, Vance. Yeah, oh, actually, it's working tonight for a change. Hey, Vance, good to see you down there in Georgia. You guys ever get your governor straightened out? Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, what do he do now? Oh, he's just kind of wishy-washy. He's, he's got an R by his name, but that doesn't mean much. He's good on one thing, bad on the next, then good. Yeah, he's kind of all over the place. But, hey, before we get going here, let's get her started out here with our Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And uh, <laughs> our first subject tonight is going to play right into that as to how oh, yeah. important it is now. So, anyway, I don't know. You want to lead us off or you want me to? Yeah, yeah. why don't you do it, Clay? I don't okay. 
Well, I got a couple different things here on on what happened. First, as everybody I'm sure has heard, Israel Israel was hit by Hamas, who's a terrorist group, always has been them leftists. Leftists, there you go. That's a good way to put it. But I'll give them this, and they, this wasn't just some fly-by-night move. I mean, these guys came on in on these what I call power parachutes. Um, my neighbor has one of them. Like I said, now we got some practice to do. They give me some ideas. Anyway, they come in, and I like how one guy put it. He goes, "It was like a scene right out of Red Dawn." And you know, the original Red Dawn when I was watching that. I mean, it just it did when I seen those videos. By the way, I tried to find those clips of those videos of, of them originally when they started coming in. All of a sudden, they've been scrubbed, it seems like, from most of YouTube and the Internet. Uh, there's there's stuff out there, but it doesn't show a picture from a guy that was videoing on the ground and showed all these things coming in. It did. It looked just like Red Dawn uh, when that was happening. So mm-hmm. they, they this was well orchestrated. They had this in Hamas even. <laughs> They even released videos showing how they practice doing this. They'd come down, they swoop in with these things, shoot their AK-47s and take off. I mean, uh, kind of looked fun to me. I, I guess we got to set up a new. Uh, we got to set up a new type of range up at the Rock Range. I think we. Yeah, work yeah, up yeah. We we'll use some American <laughs> guns, not them commie guns. Though, that's so. right. That's right. Hey, Eric. Hey, good to have you on, Eric Glazer. Glasser. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. I can't remember anymore. Eric says, "Hey, fellas." Back in the bowl blind, so entertain me until the deer come in. Well, hopefully we can do that. <laughs> we'll do our best. Um, I know we're going to maybe talk about some crossbow stuff and archery stuff on Friday, right? Isn't that kind of the plan? Maybe. Well, I thought maybe that would be a better one for next week, actually. Okay, we'll do our next week then. Well, right. that's them low energy. Never. Yeah, I know, Lynette. I get them not. Uh, I'll tell you what I did. I overate on some pizza, right? I bought one and brought it to work, and I overate. It just didn't. It tasted really good, but it's it bogging <laughs> me, bogging me down here. Ate too much? Yeah, I did. I tried to pawn it off on the guys I work with. One guy ate one piece, and then I think I ate the rest pretty much. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> one shot cap. Good to have you, Mr. Patriot. Right back to you. So, anyway, I think what we saw happen in Israel is uh, it really kind of resonates as to how important that Second Amendment is. Everyone thinks Israel. I mean, how many times have you heard this, Jamie? Oh, Israel, they got they got guns. They're giving guns. Oh, you see like the hot chicks on the with the bikinis carrying the the IWI ARs or you know on their back and yeah, yeah, not really. Not really true. true. And when I was looking up numbers, there's only like a hundred and fifty thousand actual gun owners, legal gun owners in that country. Uh, versus millions here. I mean, we did over 2 million, I think, in September, just this past September. So uh, gun transfers, I didn't even know how many guns. That was Nick's checks. So I don't know how many guns we sold on those with multiples. But uh, I just think it just this particular incident just shows a well-regulated militia is imperative to our free state, isn't it? I mean, I think this Absolutely. was just proven. Yeah, I mean, if this doesn't if this doesn't prove it, I mean, after Ukraine, even, I mean, if you know they learn their lesson there too, sort of. I mean, we'll see if yeah, they actually so. keep it for whatever turns out over there. But uh, you got to put this enough for Eric. He says, "Get out the grunt call, Jamie, and blow that. Maybe you can call in a deer for Eric." While he <laughs> it is a it's a live stream, hon. I like it. I like it. <laughs> we'll send. Uh, Eric, well, we we can send him a we can send him a, a restream link, and then we can just write live right into the show here, right? Yeah, we might have to try that someday, huh? Waylon Turner, he's watching us with the tumbleweed tonight. I right? sounds good. Scotty, back in there. 
Right. Now, I didn't see that. Is that coming up on your end? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you might have to put those up. I'm not seeing all of them. Go figure, right? <laughs> all right. So what, what happened then, Clay, after this invasion and they killed, I mean, the first day they killed like eight, six, 800 people, went up to 1,000. Mm -hmm. As of this afternoon, uh, Hamas has murdered 22,300 people, injured another 3,000. Um, so Israel's Minister for National Security, Itamar Ben-Gavir. I'm glad you did that. <laughs> <laughs> announced the government will, in fact, make it easier for Israelis to buy and carry firearms. Um, I don't know how much Kinda. easier this is, easier compared to what it was. I mean, this is ridiculous, yeah. So yeah. um, <laughs> I, I would call it still infringement, but again, oh, they don't have a second. Right, moment. right. So here's here's what uh, here's what he said. Today, I directed the firearms licensing division to go on an emergency operation in order to allow as many citizens as possible to arm themselves. The plan will take effect within 24 hours. So here's its main points. There's there's four of them here. The first one's the longest. The other ones aren't too bad. Any citizen who meets the detailed test for carrying a private firearm due to self-defense and serving the security forces and is without a criminal or medical record will be required to undergo a telephone interview instead of a physical interview. And it will be able to receive permission to carry a firearm within a week. Oh, boy. Well, that helps out when people are running around your street killing everybody, <laughs> right? That's great. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so number two. Any citizen who receives a conditional permit to purchase a firearm and did not purchase a firearm during the year 2023 and the conditional license has expired will be able to purchase a firearm now without the need to submit another application. The exemption will apply to about 4,000 citizens. What is there in Israel, like 10 million people? 20, yeah, I don't know. there's a lot of people there. So, well, 4,000? What, 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 I mean, 4,000 is not very do. many. Number three, any citizen who deposited his weapon... In the last six months, due to failure to perform refresher training or renewal training, will be able to receive their weapon back. The exemption will apply to about 1,800 citizens. Number four, in addition, starting next Tuesday, conditional permits to carry firearms will be issued with a permit allowing the purchase of up to 100 bullets instead of 50. Wow. <laughs> that's the, to me, that's the stupidest one, Clay. 100 bullets, your country's being invaded. Your citizens are being murdered. You, you could possibly be in the crosshairs or in the sights in short order, and they're right. kind enough to get you get 100 bullets. 100 whole bullets. Wow. I guess I I'd want to know. I, I'd want to have a little 7.62, I believe, or the 7.69 with the AK shoes. Yeah, 7.62 by 3. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, but, I, I mean, that's what I'd 100 what? 100 rifle rounds or 100 pistol rounds or combined? 50-50. Yeah, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, their government's not handing them out to anybody who wants one because that's what I would do. I would be, yep. hey, I don't, if you're a little unhinged, go right to the front. You're the guy I want. Get up there and get crazy on these. Yeah, I mean, you know. you're going to want, and they've got a bone to pick too because they just saw all their fellow citizens, probably mm -hmm. maybe even family, who knows, friends, mm -hmm. slaughtered by Hamas. So, yeah, you got that, that you want them people to go in first. So, here's what they did. They got a procurement of 10,000 rifles. You know who they're for? They are for the civilian security teams. Militia. And yeah, well, kind of. Um, <laughs> they work with the police. MVs? Yeah, yeah they, they basically are told that they got to do things through this security team, and, and that's how they're doing this. He's, and that same guy, he says, we're going to turn the world upside down so our towns are now protected. 
I have given instructions for massively arming the civilian security teams. Well, these civilian security teams, they work with the actual, I would say it's equivalent to state police. Okay. Um, I forget what they actually call them. But to me, uh, yeah, right here it says civilian security teams, they're linked to the Israeli police's border police force. They have historically provided security to the smaller towns and communities along the peripheral of Israel and the West Bank settlements. Some of these teams played a crucial role in defending residents from threats as evidenced by the response from Hamas on Saturday. Now, so they're okay, like border patrol guys or what? I guess that's kind of what I would say the Israelis police border police. Uh, it's got to okay. be kind of like border patrol. But th these guys, you know, they work with them. Okay, that's fine. It's kind of an arms, you know, citizenry. It's mm -hmm. nothing like we have. But I'm with you, Jamie. If I really want to, if, if this happened, and it could happen again, I mean, I, I have no doubt that they'll try yeah. it again. Well, I would arm everybody that wants a gun and say, yeah, go, to, go take them out. I mean, mm -hmm. now, I saw some pictures today from the Gaza Strip. They went in and did some clearing. I mean, there's some places they turned into dust, literally. Them buildings are nothing but a pile of rubble. Um, and I know they're a hell of a fighting force. Um, some of our own guys, you know, who went over there and trained them said that them are some fierce fighting soldiers when when they're unleashed. So I, I hope they are doing it. Uh, they they were invaded. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, wherever you stand on, you know, support Israel, don't, whatever. But as far as another country invading a country like that, unprovoked, really, yeah, go annihilate them. That's what we should. Honestly, if you're going to fight, fight to win, right? Yeah. And if you were attacked, fight to win. Fight to make sure they never do it again. You eliminate your enemy. You don't compromise with them. And I think there's maybe another lesson there to be learned as well. So also, Clay, um, a lot of, guess what? They found out uh, a lot of the guns used by Hamas. Guess where they got them from? Our old boy, Joe, left them in Afghanistan. They ended up in Hamas's hands, killing, Isra killing uh, Israeli citizens now. Yeah, exactly. I get a couple of comments here. Hey, Doug says, when seconds count, government approval is only one week away. <laughs> and Keith, and Keith knows all about this. He says, kill all them terrorist bastards. Yeah, Trust love me, it. Keith has been there. He's done that. He, he's, uh, he's got the, the scars to prove it, and he's put in the time. If there's anyone you should talk to, it should be Mr. Keith O'Donnell, a great patriot and veteran. But, yeah, old Joe Biden, uh, let's look at him now. So this, these are just a few things that probably contributed to this. Mm -hmm. He allowed millions of military-aged males, this just came out, to enter our country illegally. A lot of them come from the Middle East and China. That's not good. Mm -hmm. Including hundreds on the terror watch list. Also, you can see rallies in just about every major city across the United States. I've seen one happen in New York, I believe, down in Times Square. And, I mean, that was Muslims there, and they were just... Yeah, rallies for Hamas. Yeah, and I couldn't believe the things they were saying right there in New York City, in on our soil. Um, then you got him. He ignored. Yeah, well, Biden then ignored, of course, the Iranian sanctions that we had. You know, everything that that Trump had accomplished, basically, Biden erased it within months. Anyway, then from that, it was predicted that over forty billion dollars in oil revenue was generated from lifting those sanctions, letting them to go ahead and just sell their oil again. First, what they use that for? Terror campaigns. And let's not forget about Biden's great deal. He's a deal maker, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. $6 billion 
basically it was a ransom payment for what was it? Some reporters that went over there to to Iran that shouldn't even been there. They were warned not to go, if I remember right. For basically, we gave them six billion dollars and I think six terrorists, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean that that's the kind of deal. That's the art of the deal for Biden. We'll just get less than what we should have. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, as you mentioned, $7 billion in military equipment was left behind in Afghanistan. We left it there. And that had what? Aircraft, armored vehicles, explosives, yeah. small arms. I mean, and then ammunition, which, you know, Israel's still going to limit to their citizenry. And then while he, yeah, here's what I really got. While all this was happening, while all this was taking place, they didn't bother to even wake the president probably couldn't who knows he's probably in his coma because he goes and put they put him in his little shell and put him up Chamber. on the shelf yeah and uh so he was asleep and then sure. they, they turned around and had a barbecue <laughs> they, did. they had a barbecue at the white house with a live band even so they were being entertained later that night i mean are you kidding me probably garth brooks <laughs> some leftist <laughs> i'm sure eric church their church, he'd be perfect, wouldn't he? <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> the thing is, too, is now Mossad, which that's the Israeli Institute for Intelligence and Special Operations. You think about this. Take that acronym. What's that come out to? ISIS. That's a little weird, isn't it? Anyway, and he, they're warning now in New York, Michigan, and Florida to prepare for upcoming terrorist violence. And I even seen a report today that they're talking – Hamas said something about October 13th, whatever that significance is, if if any. But that was one thing that was thrown around today that I don't know how much credibility there is to it. But I think this all leads back to they're here. They're in this country. They hate us. Like I've been saying for decades, these people hate us. And their only idea is if we don't convert to their way of thinking, whatever that may be, then we should die. I mean, that that's... Exactly. I don't know if you've ever read, read the Quran. I did. Yeah. It's a horrible read. Their belief is, is if you cannot be converted, you should be killed. That death is your sentence. That that says it, and it can't be any clearer. Like I said, I've read that piece of crap that's good enough for toilet paper as far as I'm concerned. Read it and read it in short segments because it will <laughs> you're just gonna you're gonna want to just take that thing out and burn it. it it's a horrible read. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> So this uh, Gavir, anyway, I'll give a little something about him here. Um, he, of course, they said he's leader of the far right wing party that the media over there derides as extreme, and he was elected in, in 2022, um, partly because of public outrage over there rioting by Israeli Arabs against Israeli Jews. It sounds like a lot of the same thing that same happens thing here, here, right, Clay? Yep. Yep. And at the time, he proposes an armed National Guard that he said would protect civilians against riots and terror. Apparently, that didn't pass in time, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, right? Yeah. It, uh, you know, it's, it's a shame that it, it took this kind of stuff to, to get them to change their mind. I mean, who, who, hey, how many lives would have been prevented if all these people had been armed before this even happened and they came in on their little gliders? Can you imagine if, even if they just had handguns, they could have done yeah, something. Yeah, in your house at least. And a lot of these yep. guys that get shot at and they duck and run or, t- you know, yep. I don't know. I don't know. Keith knows better than me, I guess. He's probably been in combat. I'd, I'd imagine oh, if you yeah. shoot at some of these guys, it turned tail and run. So, yeah, some I'm sure would. Uh, I got a, 
one shot cap he uh i gotta mention this right now he said thanks keith for your service and i absolutely like that yes, sir uh, keith's a hell of a guy we're gonna to, i don't know if you've ever met him jamie i haven't he, he's right up there in bismarck we're gonna have to introduce you guys so Kelsey Glazer, he says, this Friday is very credible. The reason you need a 30-round clip, right? <laughs> like, he's got that in parentheses, guys, 30-round mm -hmm. clip. He, I know what you're saying, Kelsey. <laughs> well, that, oh, but the White House says that not one dollar has been used for this. It has to go to humanitarian efforts. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's going. We're going to use yours for humanitarian, but that'll free up ours to go ahead and just terrorist acts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she says uh, Iran will deplete the social programs to fund war, then take the six billion to refund <laughs> humanitarian projects. What a bunch of uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and Kelsey said they're arming them now. Keith says they are absolutely they are cowards. And like I said, he, Keith would know. Keith yep. served over in Iraq, guys. I can tell you, Keith has been there. He's been in it. He can tell you exactly what them towel had. Ray, sorry, I better not get better not get booted off YouTube. Well, you just about did twice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can, he knows exactly what they're like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get you something here. Um, Don Jr. wrote, this is pretty good right here. I got a kick out of this. Um, October 8th, he went on, um, he was on X. If you don't know what that is, it's Twitter. He said, if anyone is still stupid enough to not understand why we have the Second Amendment, have them watch any one of the hundreds of videos coming from Israel, even the dumbest leftists watching women and children being dragged from their homes and cars yeah. to be raped and murdered in cold blood in the streets and they finally get it. Don't count on that, Don Jr. I agree. I like what you're saying there, but don't count on that. Um, Breitbart had reported Israel has a strong army. Individual Israelis, which we said, Clay, are not well armed because the nation does not have a guarantee to what you said, Clayton, a right to keep and bear arms, or as our Second Amendment is. BBC yep. had reported Israeli gun ownership is low at about 2% of the population. Not yep. much. Uh, in contrast, the findings of a recent study by Rutgers Gun Violence Research Center estimates upward of, I like this, 6 in 10 Americans own guns. Good. Good. Yeah. Come in here on your little gliders and let's see how that works. That's too low. It should be 10 out of 10. <laughs> the difference in large part is the Second Amendment, like we said. Israelis are not are allowed to own guns at whatever level their government approves, whereas Americans have a birthright to gun ownership that is protected by the Second Amendment. Also, like we said here, Clay, Israelis are also limited in the type of firearms and quality of quantity of ammunition you can own. In all but yeah. the bluest states, Americans can own almost any gun they want, including machine guns. Yes, you can own machine guns. It's just mm -hmm. going to cost you a hell of a lot of money. And can have as much ammunition stored as ready as they can afford. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I wonder how many rounds of ammunition are stored in private dwellings across the country. Oh, my goodness. Love that. I bet you it's more than the military has when you take toll oh, yeah. as a whole. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my, my, my old neighbor here, he, 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 he told me they got like one crate up here at the armory. He said, if, if anybody ever stormed a place, they'd be like, this is it. This is all you got. That's all you got. They're going to borrow some of ours. Yeah. Yeah. So Don Jr. finished it up. He said with another uh, post on X related to the Second Amendment, um, he wrote, don't ever give up your guns. If you don't yet own an AR-15, you really need to think that through right about now. I could not agree more, Don Jr. That is great advice. AR-15 is the best thing you can have to defend your house and your family in this country right now. As a, as a, as a handheld firearm. Yep. Uh, 
I tell you what, hey Whalen, good. Uh, Whalen's got to cut out. He's going to take off. Uh, I'll right. probably see you tomorrow. Absolutely, Whalen. thanks, That's Whalen. Anyway, yeah, I, you know, and I got to say, you know, whatever people want to, say, I'm not even going to involve the the politics into this. But DeSantis was talking about Florida, and because there was two demonstrations down there from these guys in Tampa and Fort Lauderdale, which he he just that was absurd. But he says Hamas is a terrorist group and is dedicated to the destruction of Israel and commits atrocities to further that end. We are proud to have a great relationship between Florida and Israel and remember that they're well that they well supported us and that we received great support from the IDF following the Surfside Tower collapse. And they did. I kind of remember that. Uh, you know, it's been a few years ago. It says, across the country, law enforcement has increased security at the synagogues and other Jewish sites. If war is what is needed to make the state of Israel safe, war it is, says Elbaraz Tarinsky, he's a general counsel of the of Israel for in Miami. I'm not good with these foreign names. So look at Hamas as a very cruel and vicious terrorist organization. And that's true. Uh, so DeSantis has stepped up once again. You know, he's been a great governor that way. And I can't disagree with him at all. Um, no. You know, whatever's Just going tell on. tell him not to wear cowboy boots there. again because that was terrible. Not good, not good. <laughs> not a good look, Ronnie D. And it's I just like, you, man, uh, but... you know, he's wearing, I don't know why he was wearing them, but, uh, you know, kind of like Bergam who fakes it. He's a fake cowboy, can't even yeah, hold a rope. Decent, I don't know. But anyway. Somebody convinced me it was a good idea. I'm telling you. It's, it's yeah, don't not... listen to them. Just be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just be yourself. Put on your tennis shoes or whatever you want to wear. Just yeah. don't, don't do them black cowboy boots again. <laughs> you know, on this, uh, the writer in this one article, I guess I don't even have it. I don't, didn't put that on here, but he said, uh, you know, basically, a well-regulated militia is exactly what they had in mind when you're being necessary right to the now. security of a free state, Clayton. Yep, absolutely. And now, and he said, right now is the time to accept, step up, and accept that responsibility because it's coming here. He says you're going to need a good rifle, a handgun is recommended, ammunition stored in magazines is what you need because in a cardboard box it will do you very little good. Mm -hmm. I love that comment. Yeah. Because you should get some training. Professionals better. He said find someone who understands how to shoot, move, and communicate. That's very important. Of course, I know a lot of people who listen to this, they understand that. They've probably been in the military, some of them. They got that background. I have never served, but I've taken a ton, a ton of classes. Close combat, uh, you name it, we've done it. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, one of the things that I got to enjoy is being an NRA rep that when we went to our summer meetings, they always had a day of activity we could do and a lot of things to choose from. And the places we were at, I mean, I took advantage of that every time. I took mm -hmm. <laughs> I took that one with the AR down there in, in uh, Utah. Oh, Jamie, you'd love that one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Plus, anytime I get to down. shoot an AR, it'd be... Uh, well, and this yeah, was I mean, close I combat. You know, close quarters combat, knocking in doors and going at all. Oh, Jamie, it was oh, that was fun, great. Man. See, I mean, <laughs> so. I got you know, I have buddies that were uh, they were that were in, a, in in combat that I've shot with many times. As far as shooting and handling of firearms and, and knowledge of them, I mean, I'm for sure equal, if not more. But if it yep. come to like combat tactics, I don't know, I don't know anything well, that they do. I'm, I haven't been trained in that, but right. Yeah, and, I mean, I'm handy with a gun, but not you know. I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm fully trained. Maybe get shot before I would I'd say, figure it out on my own. I don't know. <laughs> I can definitely handle the firearm. Um, yeah. You and me, a lot. I of got an idea of what to do from, from talking to people yep. and, and, you know. 
I want Dan Brown there. Dan ain't been on for a few nights because Dan Pine, Brown was yeah. part of SWAT at one time. And yeah, I mean that's the guy you want. <laughs> Pine, you want you know, Pine corners and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I know stuff like that, but but you know, it's it's one of them things where you're gonna want your firearm. Don't worry about taking the tactics training. I mean, you, it's it's nice to have it. Get familiar with it. Know how to use that firearm. Mm-hmm. Know how to use it efficiently. Know how yeah. to use it accurately. I mean, that's, that's half and, your battle, if not more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can tell you right now, and I, I've got one set up most time at my place, get used to shooting a human target. There's a reason they train on them. Okay? I know that sounds horrible, but we're, we are in war right now, whether people want to be or not. It might not be a ground war yet. It might not even be bullets flying yet. Trust me, we're in a war right now. Get very familiar. Hey, Dan, you are listening. Good. It's good to see you, Dan. Uh, tell you what, like I said, you're our, you'll be our fearless leader when the ant hits the fan because you know you've got the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right now, I mean, I look at this writer when he said that. That's a very, very good advice. Uh, get get yourself yeah. a gun. Get familiar with it. Take some training if you can if you can find it and get it done. I mean, don't take that training Antifa did because I just seen them guys. They get their ass kicked in the street, so I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, do anything. <laughs> Take them guys out with a pound to the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay, we got our first ad coming up here at yep. seven thirty. Just about, let's do our let's do our yep. first ad here. Single, we'll come back. We'll get into these two way bullet points. Hey, what's up, Josh? Good seeing you. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at three hundred nine South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Or give them a call at seven zero one two five eight six three zero eight. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right. Yeah, thank you, Lauer Auto Repair. Like I said, 309 South Washington Street, 701-258-6308. For all our podcast listeners, you can't find a better repair shop than in Bismarck, North Dakota, than Lauer Auto Repair, and a true patriot and Second Amendment supporter. So get in there and get things checked out. Right on, Clayton. So you got anything to end that? Are we done with that? Are we going to go? No, in- I, I'm going. One of my two A bullet points will lead a little bit into. It's going to be, you know, it's probably attributed a little bit. What's well, going to happen in October here? But uh, okay. right now, I think Israel's attack from Hamas is a great example of why we have to have a Second Amendment and. Who knows? Maybe it'll wake a few people up. Probably not enough. I, I think that line is still pretty hard drawn in our country, yeah. and uh, but it does prove the it proves a great point. Look what happens when your populace isn't armed. They fly in on powered parachutes and shoot you. <laughs> and it was that easy. I mean, those yeah. things are easy to get, and they yeah. worked. And you get a little funding. They they got all kinds of them. So uh, let's do a couple few comments there. Hey, Go for Gene. It. Gene, he made it in here. Josh. Hey, Gene. He, he turned in here. He uh, says, what's up? We got Gene back in here. He said, uh, Brandon, Brandon's national security advisor said last week that the Mideast is quieter now than it has ever been. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. I guess they didn't get the memo by the weekend over there, did they? Brutal. 
Uh, Josh says, he goes, I go to the concealed carry workshops and we shoot targets that represent a person. I, I do too. I, I started doing that. Uh, I, I did that quite a while ago. I even got my boys shooting them. And yes, it's to numb them a little bit to the idea. Sorry, but that's the world we're living in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Gene says, I had flashbacks of Baghdad Bob broadcasting that the American army was dying at the walls of the city. Blood and all that. Then the Abrams tank rolled in behind him. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been the first Iraq yeah, that'll, war. <laughs> I'll shut him down. So, Oh, hey, look at this. Kelsey says, your buddy Leon says, howdy, guys. He's watching with him. Good. Hey, there's <laughs> hey Leon all right, Leon. Hey, tell, hey, Kelsey, tell Leon I'm representing uh, 2A701 all the time on the show. Got it on right now again. So I got to always wear mine. <laughs> we got both of them represented. Right Frank on. Walker says, hello. Hey, good to have you, Frank. Hey, Frank. Uh, tell you what, we got, we got a good discussion going on in Israel, I think, but I think we've wore that one out. So For now, Clay, for now. For now. So, for now. yeah, we got, uh, we're going to do some 2A bullet points here. <laughs> oh, I'll put um, this one up, so Kelsey just chimed in. He says, the guy getting his family dragged out of his house while he sits quivering ain't in the American lexicon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Oh. You got to do like Clint Smith said when they do it. If they're going to kill you, at least headbutt them and break their freaking nose or something before they <laughs> That's get right. you. Get, do something to them. Go out with a fight. You know what they do on the plane in Pennsylvania? Let's roll. Yeah. And exactly. absolutely. Absolutely. Frank says, Hey, you guys are awesome. Maybe I can go hunting with you guys before I die. <laughs> never know, Frank. You never, you never know. know. <laughs> Private message us on our fascist book page and uh, who knows? Shoot prairie know dogs or something. Dogs. We got something I'm sure we can do. Nothing else if you're in that Bismarck area. Well, Come and come up to two A day. That was a lot of fun. Last yeah, spring. yeah, for sure, for sure. That was right. great. Well, why don't you roll out with the first two A bullet point? All right, Clayton. Um, as we mentioned this before, uh, Smith and Wesson back uh, last year, I think, announced they were going to move. Mm-hmm. They're leaving, leaving Massachusetts, right? Because there's just too much anti Second Amendment stuff going on. Moving to Tennessee. So the, Smith and Wesson once rooted in Massachusetts, commemorated the opening of its expansive Tennessee headquarters with the ribbon-cutting ceremony. That was over the weekend here. The celebrated event marks the company's strategic move amidst Massachusetts' restrictive gun laws. The NRA lauded the move as a commitment to upholding America's Second Amendment and firearms excellence. Wait a minute. I thought the NRA hmm. wanted gun control. I was going to oh, say, uh, okay. I think there's a guy on uh, KFIR <laughs> on Fridays that hates the NRA. <laughs> Executive Director Tyler Schroep highlighted the event at the NRA's instrumental role in the enactment of the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act. Congratulations to Smith & Wesson on their grand opening in Tennessee. This move is a testament to their enduring legacy, their commitment to firearms excellence, and the importance of preserving America's gun industry and Second Amendment rights in a fair environment. Could not agree more. That's awesome. The CEO Mark Smith emphasized Tennessee's gun laws and collaborative local leaders as pivotal factors in the seamless relocation. Senator Marsha Blackburn, who I really like, echoed the state's unwavering stance on the Second Amendment, welcoming the significant investment in Tennessee's economic development. In Tennessee, we know the Second Amendment is not negotiable and are pleased to officially welcome Smith and Wesson to Maryville. We'll go on here a little more. Just, you know, just about down here. I also had everybody, I think, listen, well, not everybody, but most people knows Jerry Mitchellack. He was there, actually set a, a world record. The guy had six steel plates in 1.88. Wow. Unbelievable, right? No kidding. And, and so founded, Smith & West is founded in 1852. Remember, I had a short once about how they mm-hmm. got 
18 later moved to Springfield, Massachusetts. Smith and Wesson aligns its rich history with a forward thinking move with the new headquarters nestled on 230 acres. That's a huge facility, right? 230 yeah. acres. That's, That's over huge. a quarter of land. Yeah. <laughs> a quarter is 160. And I think they're the, the main production facility is 630,000 square feet. So, I mean, a lot of this has to be out, you know, I'm sure they're going to have a training facility there and a gun range to test their guns and this and that. But anyway, it's located near McGee Tyson Airport. The company anticipates building a museum and a retail store there in the future. Okay. Hmm. So they wow. announced this move in 2021, I guess. I said 2022. but I mean, that's still I mean, two, two, two years, and they got this thing put up and built, and they're ready to roll, and that sucker. They were already. motivated, weren't they? That's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, Smith cited proposed Massachusetts legislation that threatened the manufacture of certain firearms, which we're talking about AR-15s, as a driving force behind this move. That's awesome because, you know, my Absolutely. favorite AR maker, Stag, moved to Wyoming because of that. Magpul left Colorado. I, I love it when companies yep. do that kind of thing. They're relocating 750 jobs and significant operations to Maryville reflects a necessity to preserve the company's future amidst regulatory challenges. And, of course, Clay, they actually helped people who wanted to move there. Smith & Wesson actually was helping them move, moving their stuff, giving them, you know, paying them when they weren't working, when they were in this move and nope. stuff. So sounds like they're uh, they're a quality company. I, I love their firearms. I think they make great stuff, and I'm and, and they're turned way more hardcore than they used to be. And we heard there yep. Mark Smith um, giving testimony in the in the House, I believe it was when they were, when the yep. Democrats are trying to run down gun companies, and <laughs> the guy sounded well, like one of us. It sounded pretty great. You think about the comeback that Smith and Wesson has made since back in the '90s when they made that deal yeah. with yep. Clinton. But you got to remember they were owned by a Britain company at that time. They had mm-hmm. sold out a British company, owned them. And they are the ones that instructed. I mean, they they had they weren't pulling the strings there, the guys on the ground. So they made that horrible deal with with the Clinton administration, which backfired. They pretty much were going bankrupt. Then they sold out the safety lock, and now they're I, I believe they're back on their own. I, I couldn't I didn't go mm-hmm. look to see what their history is so far. But making the move, kudos. Awesome, Get out man. of it and sad because that whole Connecticut, Maryland, that whole area, that was Gun Valley. Yeah, that's where these firearms makers started up, and they're basically they're leaving one by one. Uh, I'm glad to see it. Why stay in a state that hates you? Yeah, that makes no sense. It's like think me of you jobs. moving to New York City. So they take all them jobs out. They take and then they're going to lose all that revenue in them commie states. They're going to move down to a place like Tennessee, which has its own problems, but every state does. Yeah. But you're and then you're going to create some jobs in an area that maybe needs them. You're going to bring in a new facility. Plus, they had to build the facilities, so all the contractors that built yep, that facility. Local contract work. Economic stimulus. There you go. Without that's government awesome, help. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no kidding, right? That's that's great. So, all right, Clay. Uh, that was my first one. What do you got? Well, for? and I guess it kind of leads in. I has you know We kind of always are updating this, and it, we can even carry over with this maybe Friday if we want. But uh, So September uh, 2023 gun sales, guess what they did? Uh-oh. They continued up, didn't they? No. It's the fifth highest month now on record in <laughs> September 2023. Yeah. I love it. So I love they, that. Of course, uh, you know, that's all based on the NICS system. If you don't know what the NICS system is, that's the National Instant Background Check System. Now, I have to put in there that every time a check is done, it doesn't mean one firearm sale. It could mean multiples. You can do more than one on your on your forty four seventy three, mm-hmm. and some states like North Dakota, if you've got the the right concealed carry permit, 
that qualifies as your background check. So then they just take a copy of that, put it with that form, and they're not doing a nix. So some of them are left out as well. Gun sales for September are estimated at 1.09 million. Beautiful. And there was a recorded, let's see, Nick's checks were recorded at 2,104,825 for the month of September. Wow. I think they got that a little bit wrong here on their 1.0. Yeah. One. Now looking at it, I, I think that they're going to be way more than that if they did 2 million background checks. Well, anyway, I mean, hunting season was starting. I mean, a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> And for hunting JD, I understand that, but a lot of people buy hunting rifles. And if people were Everyone's buying, remember, if you buy a, an AR lower, you have to do a background yep. check on that. So yep. there could be other things yep. in there. I told um, you, I still got that one. I got Trump's Trump's yep, face so on. I'm gonna do a build. I just haven't decided yet. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. see how this uh, Grendel works out for me. Deer season, if it does, I'm gonna I'm gonna think I'm gonna build a six five Grendel AR. Yeah, and so background checks are done uh, basically for each sale taking place not each firearm just so we're clear on that mm -hmm. uh the national shooting sports foundation though they said that uh again with record sales it's over a million guns in the month of september what i found was interesting is that there's only two octobers in the last 25 years that had nick's checks lower than the previous september well that would make sense we got the hunting season starting they're coming on in september october november so i imagine your october Sales will be higher, so I imagine that's going to follow suit here. You're probably even going to see a higher number in October of 2023. Also, with everything that just happened this past weekend in Israel, I don't know why it is, but <laughs> it always makes gun sales go up, don't oh, it? Oh, for sure. Even if it's not here. So I imagine that's going to contribute to that too, as well. Um, so October of 2023 numbers they're predicting are going to be higher, just like we were talking about. So here's where I found this number. There's only about 150,000 private guns in the country of Israel. That's 1.6 for each each 100 Israeli citizens. That's wow. pretty low, 1.6. I'm predicting it's not going to be that low for a long time. I'm probably not. <laughs> now, they do talk about here that the restrictions are part of the legacy of Israel. Um, you know, Basically, Israel, I don't know if anyone realizes, it's not this democracy. It's not a republic. It's more socialistic than you know if you actually go and look at the history of Israel. But uh, they're kind of, maybe they're double thinking that now. I mean, you've mm -hmm. seen them slightly give up some of them restrictions. But historically, Israel's had pretty tough gun control, uh, like we just went over. So, I mean, they've only been able to have 50 rounds of ammunition. So what, they got to keep what track of every that? single one that they shoot before <laughs> they can get some more? I don't know. Never looked into everything over there. Now, they do have a big presence I know you go to their airports. They've got armed men there. You know they've got their single point slings. They got their mm -hmm. their uh, M16s, which were probably given to them by us. They've got those there, and they have a huge presence, like at their airports and other places. So they have a huge police presence. But that doesn't make you a free country. Yeah. And it was all to make them feel safe. Well, that didn't work very good. Did yeah, it? Didn't remember work their well Iron Dome? Didn't seem to matter, did it? So, <laughs> can't, anyway, shoot, that's, can't shoot little kites out of the air with that. That's kind of one of my, that was my 2A bullet point. It was the, the high gun sales. It kind of is probably going to skyrocket in October, I imagine, um, with the hunting seasons coming on and everything going on in the world. I think you're going to see gun sales maintain a million plus for a long time. Yeah, good. Good. Not good, absolutely. And I've, con I've contributed that to that in the <laughs> last month. So have I. 
so have I, Clay. And if I, I got to buy some more stuff, I might not get another gun exactly, but I will be contributing to the gun industry in the near future. Well, the more that after... I bought some ammo. I bought some ammo. After you, you had your ranch rifle there. out there and we we're having some fun, and <laughs> I'm kind of looking at one of them. Uh, you know yeah. what they, they're chambering that in now? A 350 Legend. Yeah, oh, they got all I, kinds of chamberings for that. Yeah, I, I so, love that ranch rifle, man. You lose some velocity with that 16-inch barrel, but it's so handy when you get that suppressor on there. And... So uh, before we go to the next one, should we yeah, hit some comments here? Comments here? Quite a few I've here. seen them all. You want to start out? Maybe you're seeing more than I Yeah, let's see what the last one we had there. Kelsey was talking about getting dragged out and sit. Yep, all right, Frank. Yep, okay, we got Frank. Hey, Leon, thanks. Leon said I'm looking good, looking good at this cap on. <laughs> Frank Walker, with my disease and being disabled, it'll never happen anyway. Ah, man, I hate to hear that, Frank. Man. Ah. I said, I, I put up there, Frank, uh, send us a message at guns, at gunsinthe701.com. That's our email. And, uh, yeah, maybe we, uh, who knows? You never know the, the contacts we have. We might be able to do something. I don't, yeah. I don't know what your situation is, but just give us an email, okay? So, Jay Titans, now's the time to own a rifle, AKAR. The situation in Israel should wake though these woke gun haters up. A pistol is no longer enough to protect your family. I, that's, that's right. you know, I, I agree with you, Jay, but I don't know if it's going to wake up enough of them. So, but if you're taking a handgun to a fight, you're probably going to get shot. Yeah, my buddy Tony <laughs> told me that. He said, if you're down to your handgun, you're probably screwed. Probably in trouble today, yeah. yeah. Hey, Brad. Brad chimed in. Uh, Star of the West, best hat company. Dakota. Give you a free plug there. Star of the West yeah, that's hat right. company. You Scott were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, when you've got senators flying the Palestinian flag, yeah, you guys, mm -hmm. I, did you see mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. And their and their party oh, supporting boy. them, it would, should worry a person about how close we are to the same situation. Rashida Tlaibbi, yeah, yeah, she sounds American anyway. <laughs> From Detroit, so Josh Patterson. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't drive ammo prices back up again. Yeah, I know. Last time when this war started, they start buying up all the, all the ammo and we're, we're shipping it over there for them. It, it drives our, our cost up. Which I can tell you one thing. I feel good though, if it does, because I stocked up on bullets. I have plenty of cases, primers and powder. I should be good to go through another mm -hmm. uh, spike, hopefully. So. so Josh Patterson wants to know how much velocity I lost. All right, Josh. So I'm shooting the Hornaday, uh, 123 grain SST bullet than the Grendel. Box state of velocity 2590. That's out of a 24 inch barrel. Uh, I got a 16. It chronos anywhere from 2380 to 24 or 2380 2380 to 2400. So, you know, I'm losing close to 200 feet per second, which is about what I expected. It, it, it averages right around 2400, sometimes a little less, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of putting my hard wall. At a, at a deer at about you know 300 to 350 right in there so hopefully i don't have to shoot one to 350 but if he's big i'm gonna put one in his pump house <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah all right hold you can you read the rest of these clear you want me to no, go go for it I'm all right up frank here. says uh sale them guns every legal citizen needs that 15 guns per person i don't know if i got 15 i'm close I got, I'd say get plenty more, even if you got like five or six guns. My thing is to stock up a bunch of ammo. That's what I like. Yeah, son got a 45, got me a 45. That is awesome, Frank. I love them 45s. They're sweet, sweet, sweet handguns. What do we got, Josh? That's not terrible. Does your suppressor cause more? Nope. We've actually tested um, 
velocity with suppressors on and off. Some of them, it did drop a little, I mean, slight drop, very minuscule, like 10 to 20 feet per second on the muzzle. Um, but mostly it did, it didn't affect them at all. Is what I've noticed. I, I did notice that uh, quick detached cans seem to make your gun a there. You'll lose a little more. In my experience, you'll lose a little more accuracy with them than the direct, than the direct thread. So, you know, but I, whatever, even if I lost a little accuracy shooting with a suppressor is, that's the greatest thing ever. You don't blow your ears out, less <laughs> recoil. I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't scare the deer off in the next County or whatever. It, it's, it's just, man, I've never taken anybody shooting with a suppressor. I was like, Hey, you know what? I'd rather, uh, actually I did. Troy Howard said he does not want a suppressor, which blows my mind, but really? to each his own, I guess. So, <laughs> so what I was looking up here while you were talking about that, I, I just uh, kind of was thinking about those numbers with the guns and whatnot. Yeah. So in, in North Dakota, I just took North Dakota. Um, I, I can give you the national gun ownership is estimated at 39.8%. So 40% of people own guns mm-hmm. as a national average. Of course, uh, the, the top 10 states, of course, I'm sure uh, you probably can almost do. Yeah, we're nine out. or 10 the last I checked. Yeah. I mean, uh, gun ownership rates by state. North Dakota is number nine. How about that? Montana's number one, yeah. Wyoming's number two, West Virginia number three. Goes on down. South Dakota's at number six. North Dakota comes in at fifty-three percent. So that's a little actually honestly. Where's California? Is California in that top ten? I no, no. Uh, because they always like, yeah, California sells more guns than anybody. No, you don't. You, I guess you don't. And they've got these rated guys by per capita, pretty much. So that that's going to be skewed because. When I took the actual numbers out of North Dakota, we averaged 25 guns per person in the state of North Dakota. <laughs> That's what nice. I was looking for. Um, we're rated, rated number 10 per capita, but in our state alone, we come in at right at, right at 25. <laughs> I thought that was great myself. Yeah. <laughs> 25 per person. Per person, yeah. We I'm, have I'm, a, I'm below that. We have a 53.3% gun ownership rate and that's estimated because nobody really knows they really don't so they, they broke it out per thousand there's 40 guns per thousand which comes out to about 25 per per person then basically gun death rate hey <laughs> you'll love this 13.8 percent per hundred thousand so i mean our, our gun rate death is nothing really compared to our ownership yeah, but the majority of that is even suicidal. So exactly, they put those numbers in there as well. So I just thought you. I think I qualify for the average. I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I just found it interesting. I wanted to see, when we were talking about those numbers. So when you look at you know North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, especially up and down the Midwest here, yeah, mm-hmm. the gun ownership per person is actually quite high. Uh, but I like it that way. That's how it should be. We make up for all those people who don't have them. We got to do our part, right? You bet. <laughs> so Josh, Josh says uh, he's he's looking to get get one for his twenty two two. Awesome, Josh. I've been around and suppressed twenty two two fifty. Sounds like a sounds like a little pop gun. You, you'll love it. You'll love it. And that and this was like a junky suppressor even. And uh, Frank, he's got 30 of them. Josh says he ain't got 25, but someday he will. <laughs> Doug, hey, Josh, we've all been there. Numbers. We've all been there. You'll Dougie there. says rookie numbers. Rookie Eric, numbers. Yeah. Eric says his 300 Ultramag is extremely loud. It has a muzzle brake on it. When I shoot it, 
I scare the deer the next state. I think <laughs> my deer is dead. <laughs> Gene said California probably does have more guns, but the gangs usually don't answer the surveys. Yeah, so. they don't, or buy them legal or do 4473, you know. And then, yeah. of course, you got the feds running guns. Oh, that's right. They don't do that. That's what they no. say. But anyway. Kelsey Glazer says, oh, hell yeah, 25 per person, downright friendly community. <laughs> yes, it is. One shot calf. He's got 20 and it's growing. Uh, what's Frank say? One is Montana for the safe. I must have missed the one on that one. Yeah. Dougie, not talking about the commenters. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few. I got a few. I don't display them all, but uh, yeah. All right. I'm gonna see, dang it. Which one of these? Do I... Well, I'll tell you what. I, I think can go you're going to actually one. hit on one I had here. Clay, I'm going to do let's do our oh, Let's do our double ad and I'll say, come do back. Our ad. Yep. And stick it with guns. I got another. Uh, gun manufacturer who's expanding, right. so this is a good one too. So let's uh, let's go double add right here, baby. Let's do it. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. Again, yeah, and don't forget, the Blind Guy was our Patriot Company of the Week here about, oh, I don't know, four weeks ago, I suppose. So mm -hmm. we want to thank our sponsor, the Blind Guy, blindguynd.com. Call them at 701-222-3932. We sure appreciate Wyatt and Tammy. And don't forget, uh, ask Wyatt how he did hunting this past weekend. He had a lot of fun. So. <laughs> yeah, I made a video. He he missed. He I got him missing. Um, you know, he missed on some on some birds there, and I made a little video of it. I know he kind of <laughs> you know, got under hey. skin a little bit. Right after that, he did get one, and then the next day he went out Monday and did go three for three. And I told him this weekend we'll go out, and I said I'll make sure and get one when he gets the bird. Perfect. Yep. We'll do a nice slow motion and everything. Well, and, and of course, we never want to forget our. our Main sponsor, Law Auto Repair, 309 South Washington, down there in Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. And trust me, guys, we've had a lot of guys going in there, and they love the work that's being done. So oh, yeah. hop in, get your vehicle checked over, and deer season's right, right behind. It's coming up, so get in there. Get that deer hunting rig dialed in because, you know, when Absolutely. you're chasing a 30-point buck, you don't want to have that engine go down. <laughs> yeah. mobile, mobile hunting blind. Mobile hunting blind. <laughs> mobile hunting blind, yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, Clayton. So I just talked about Smith & Wesson moving their whole facility. 
we got a gun company here, um, gun and ammo company, actually, who they didn't move, but they're expanding here. So Arkansas officially announced last week Sig Sauer is moving forward with an expansion that will add hundreds of new jobs to his ammunition factory in Jacksonville, which I didn't know there was a Jacksonville, Arkansas. But I didn't I don't know. The only thing I know about Arkansas really is Justin Morris from there. So uh, <laughs> Sig will invest $150 million to expand its current facility and construct a new 250,000-square-foot building. Here in Arkansas, we love welcoming business expansions almost as much as we love defending the Second Amendment. Sig Sauer's expansion to their facility in Jacksonville does both, creating jobs and reaffirming Arkansas's right to keep and bear arms, said Governor, you'll know the name, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, an mm. awesome governor there in Arkansas too, by the way. Um, I'm proud this company chose Arkansas to plant its roots, and I'll keep cutting taxes, investing in education, and growing our workforce to invite even more jobs and businesses to the natural state. I guess that's in their deal there. Um, SIG established operations in Arkansas in 2016 when it relocated its nascent ammunition works from Eubank, Kentucky in 2021. The company expanded its facility investing over 12 million in the plant and growing to a staff of 260 you know, big you know big workers there too again yeah and uh, i mean it'd probably be fun working at a gun and ammo oh plant, wouldn't really. that be great <laughs> yeah yeah we are incredibly <laughs> excited about our expanding our ammunition operations here in jacksonville and building upon years of success in arkansas said ron cohen sig's president and ceo this opportunity has proven itself essential to the growth and sustainment of our ammunition business and further enforces our commitment to the Arkansas community and workforce. So oh, I didn't know this either. Okay, down here a little further. The natural state is proving to be a hub for firearms industry. In 2020, the governor welcomed a planned 15 million facility in Little Rock from ammo maker Fiocchi. I don't know, is it Fiocchi or Fiocchi? I guess I don't know how to say. Bringing 85 I am jobs in sure. I always say Fiocchi, but it was probably wrong. But hey, the I like shooting guy, The blind guy in Gino like this. In 2019, it was announced legendary Czech gunmaker CZ would open a 65,000-square-foot manufacturing facility to be completed on approximately 73 acres at the port of Little Rock. Mm. <laughs> That's where I'm from. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's expected to yield as many as 565 jobs in two phases as part of a $90 million investment. Arkansas also serves home the Nighthawk Customs, which I'm familiar with. Wilson <laughs> Combat, I'm from Wilson Combat makes some badass ARs. Yes, Vista Outdoors has recently taken over Remington's largest large ammo company plant in Lenoki. You know, they, they do a lot, I think, handgun ammo. and They, yeah. they do all of it there, Clay. And That's that great. Lenoki. Yeah. And right, Thermal Magazines is shifting its headquarters there from North Carolina. And likewise, German firearm icon Walther is building pistols in Fort uh, Smith, Arkansas. So, hey, Arkansas, uh, they're rocking the gun makers and ammo plants there. I like that. That's great. So I'm going to have to send a message to this guy. Evidently, he's not listening tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, one of these guys. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just say, hey, we're kind of busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny. So, all right, let's see. We got, uh, we got here for chats. I know I see we got some more coming here. Yeah, there's quite a few in there. Okay, let's go back up here. All right, 20 guns, Dougie, Gene Cox. He lost uh, his in the boating accident. Josh, <laughs> I got a break on my 250. It's obnoxious, but it, yeah, the brakes are obnoxious. They do work, but they are so freaking loud, it loosens your teeth. Um, yeah, Creedmoor. I wasn't happy, and now I shoot 270. That's a Frank. Hey, 
I yep. like my 270. Yeah, Love you it. can't go wrong with that 270 for sure. One shot cap. If a guy could only have one, <laughs> your guns, what would it be? Easy for me, cap, AR-15 for sure. For me, it's going to be one of the first guns I ever purchased myself when I was, I was able to do it, and that's my Model 70 Winchester and a 270, and that was the first year they came back with the clock extraction. So that's why that's why that's my, my go-to gun. I don't know. That'd be tough to just choose one. <laughs> uh, easy for me. AR-15s, you can build them. Parts are all over. That's the most common, above most common center fire yep. round and rifle round in America. It's You can do anything with it from killing deer to, to I, I, whatever you now, do with bad guys. If, and if the country round. changes drastically, my, my one go-to gun is going to change significantly, and you know why. <laughs> so Matt Simon's got a question here. He said, I wonder if SIG is ramping up that 277 fear round. Yeah, for, um, mm-hmm. Matt, as a matter of fact, that's part of their expansion is to do that because they got a big military contract for that too. So, so that round is actually going to um, actually take off. You know, a lot of these military rounds they come up with, they never really take off. Apparently this one is, and, and SIG, part of that big expansion is for that. So now that's a, if you guys don't know what that is, it's a, it's a, called the 277 Fury. It's a 6.8 by 51 millimeter common cartridge, they call it. That was a designation from the SAAMI. Uh, it's a center fire rimless bottleneck rifle car- cartridge. They announced that, what, in 2019, I believe it mm-hmm. was. So, ah, yeah, it's, it's, was it that long ago? I don't think here, so. Here, let me go look. I'll look here. So, Gene says it's still in. Yep. It wasn't. Okay, that was a while ago. Gene, yeah. uh, is High Point still? No, Gene, I believe High Point is now in Ohio. What's that? I, Ohio? Is that where it's at? Yeah, I think, I think High Point's in Ohio I'm now. I'm not sure to tell you the truth. I know my High Point, it's a great doorstop, so I don't know what to tell you. Frank says his AK <laughs> never breaks down. I got to be honest, I never have my ARs break down. I've had plenty of them. I've never had an AR breakdown. Um, if it, it, a lot of times, it's, if it's something something that's happened, it's been a misfire or, or a malfunction. I tell you what, jam. you can go on go on YouTube. And that's because and, of ammo jet a lot of times. Yeah, you go down, you go on YouTube, and you watch these guys dump them in the mud, and you, you'd actually be surprised. The AR is actually out out reliability of the AKs, and yeah. I've seen AR tests to like fifteen thousand rounds with Wolf, and the, the, <laughs> the scuzzy powder actually builds oh. up in there, and that's why it jammed because of the <clears throat> Russian powder. It's really dirty. It yes. jumped, but I mean, 15,000 rounds, or I mean, any gun you go that long is gonna, yeah, you gotta, you gotta clean them. I mean, you just sat there and ran it. Um, well, Gene says a 308 neck to, to a 270. No, it's a whole different cartridge, oh. Gene. It, it's got way higher pressures and goes like almost twice as fast as a regular 270 round. Yeah, here, I'll bring it's crazy. it crazy. This thing, yeah, um, yeah, they got different cases. And so it's a it's a hybrid three piece cartridge case. It has a steel case head with a brass body connected by an aluminum locking washer to support the high chamber pressure, which is around eighty thousand psi. Wow, yeah, yeah, so, that's high, and it, it goes fast. It's super fast and flat. It says it's wildly different than any other two seventy cartridge because it's been chronographs spitting one hundred forty grain bullet uh, at three thousand feet per second. Wow. <laughs> that's that's cruising <laughs> yeah three thousand yeah. feet per second Whew. yeah man that sounds like a letter eat have, man i might have to get one of those yeah good <laughs> i mean that's kind of that's a ton of money to i don't even know i started reloading it but eric newman says his one gun would be a bolt action 223 
that gun is part of my body. It goes where I go. Bachmeyer <laughs> said that too. That he likes that the bolt action two twenty threes with them all the time. So. Yep, Eric's always got his with him, and uh, he's he's and he's I very do, proficient with it. I do have the Ruger Ranch in two twenty three as well, and that is a, it's actually chambered in five five six. But that thing's sweet yep. and shoots dimes. Great takes AR mags. Matt I mean, Simon that, says, "Is uh, that's six point eight mm? Is that the next best thing? Uh, big thing? You never know. You never know. Too costly." Probably too costly for for I mean for being popular I mean everybody's not going to buy that it's just going to be costing too much. Uh, Frank Walker says I love all my winches but my two seventy is my favorite. Been thinking about my three hundred eight for mule deer but I always stick for my two seventy. You know Frank I can relate to that I have a lot of centerfire rifles because I I like mm-hmm. to collect guns. But I can tell you when I got to make a decision to just go with my go with my go to gun the one I know the most and I'm most familiar with it's always my two seventy because I said. That's the very first gun I ever purchased. So I've got the most time behind it. I know exactly where that gun shoots. And yeah, if I got to go with something that I don't want to think about having to do anything, boom, I take that and I go with that. Mm-hmm. So. That's, I mean, that's a big part of, of anything. Like I said, Gene says, holy cow. I'm guessing he's referring to that 80,000 PSI. <laughs> yeah, that's high. I seen um, Brandon Herrera did a test on the, on the A. It looks like an AR thing. Mm-hmm. The SIG gun that the, like their squad. Oh, uh, it's like an infantry rifle thing. I thought he was. And uh, go on to Brandon Herrera on YouTube and punch that in. You you won't be that impressed with it. I wasn't, and neither was he. And he's a hell of more of a <laughs> was more about guns than me. And he was the gun was real heavy. And just go check it out. I'm not saying don't get it. It, it sucks, but I mean, did the Whatever, I wasn't impressed. I'll stick with my old, you know, if I'm going to go that big 308 or 223, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I've got a 308. I got a 308. I can tell you one gun that I really want to get, though, and that's a Noreen Firearms AR-10 in a 30 Ooh, <laughs> man, somebody I know selling raffle huh. tickets for So, that. we got a few tickets left. Um, yeah. uh, I'll be in Bismarck tomorrow. Get in touch with me if you want. So I think Jamie, you still got a few too. Yeah, I'll give you mine. I haven't sold any in quite a while, so yeah, we're about out. Uh, there's a handful left. Uh, like I said, who knows? We'll probably get rid of them here in the next few weeks. I, I haven't really. I've been too darn busy to go out really selling lately, but I'm going to be in Bowman next week at the sale barn, so I'll try to mm-hmm. pedal a few around there, and we'll get them sold. I know we're down to very few left, but yeah, if you want one, get in touch with me. Uh, those that you know me got my number, text me, or just send an email at guns at guns in the and we will definitely get you hooked up. So awesome. All right, Clay, you want to do another two A sure. and then your commie company and happy ending? And we'll, yeah. Um, so mine this this time is uh, another update out of Texas, new injunction issued against the ATF pistol brace rule. You know, we always like to kind of keep you informed on what's going on. This is this case is mock versus Garland. It, of course, challenges the ATF pistol brace rule again. It's a new, though, this is a new preliminary injunction, and it's been in a ruling for the Firearms Policy Coalition, its members, and maximum defense against the BATFE. Uh, this is in, it's basically in regards to the final rule, 2021R08F. In this case, they challenge ATF's ban on pistols equipped with stabilizing bra- braces, uh, the Firearms Policy Coalition brought the suit in the Northern District of Texas. Now, the judge there, his name is Judge Reed O'Connor. This guy has a great record in defending the Second Amendment. And this one here, guys, 
didn't treat it any different. He came through on it again. Uh, who knows? As this way, as this, as these work their awesome. way through the courts, guys, this has got a long ways to go yet. But so the FPC members, along with Gun Owners of America and the Second Amendment Foundation, remember they already have preliminary injunctions against ATF from enforcing the rule. This one now takes this even farther, and it basically it's going to be based on the intent of the National Firearms Act and other issues that are already being cited in other courts. So this is kind of an important one. In order to attain a preliminary injunction, a plaintiff must show a likelihood to succeed on the merits of the case. Well, once again, they can do that because they can now point to Bruin. Guys, Bruin keeps coming up, don't it, Jamie? Yeah, Always. it does. And, and you can now show that you have a likelihood to exceed in your case, probably in the appellate cases and on up, because Bruin changed all of that. And that has to do with the historical use. Mm -hmm. So the ATF, you know, they were do, working on their rule. Uh, basically, Judge O'Connor thinks that they violated the Administrative Procedures Act because they, they, did, they threw it out. They turned it in blank, and they just went right to doing this. And that's what, well, now that's why this uh, injunction has been issued. The ATF's own regulatory analysis concludes that the final rule was effectively reclassified and did reclassify 99% of all pistols with stabilizing braces to be NFA rifles. Though their semi-final rule, it didn't say that. The ATF has already reclassified on its own a whole host of specific weapons platforms and commercially available braced firearms to NFA rifles with no evidence to prove either. Upon review of this record, in conjunction with the plaintiff's declarations, there is no doubt that this final rule will be subject both to the FPC members to criminal liability for currently possessing each of their braces. The moment the Fifth Circuit's injunction dissolves, Mock and Lewis will become felons. Because of this and the pistol braces they possess are unregistered SBRs under the final rule's interpretation and will cause undue harm. Remember, that's a big thing too. The undue harm. He says the, the judge also went on to say the plaintiffs will suffer irreparable harm if an injunction were not issued. So he went ahead and did. He says he points out that depriving someone of constitutionally protected rights is always irreparable harm. And he's right. He's absolutely right. He believes that this rule might violate the Second Amendment. And again, he, he says... Yeah, he states that the braced pistols, pistols are common use and protected by Supreme Court decisions in both the Heller and the Bruin cases. The government tried to argue that the pistols, uh, the braced pistols are dangerous and unusual. Heller said nope, and Bruin said the same thing. A weapon is in common use rather than a dangerous weapon, and he, he basically right away referred right to them two cases. And there's more in this, but it's a 2A bullet point, and I think we got the point across that here we got a judge again down there in Texas who's he's made the right call every time. Got an injunction on this now. So now we'll see where this goes from there. But it, it's just an update on the pistol brace thing. And once again, we've seen the ATF get their hands slapped, which is nice to see. Yep. Love it. They yeah. need them slapped. They do. They need them slapped hard. All right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, Josh. Thank great show. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. Appreciate you. Hey, Frank. Thanks. Thanks, man. I appreciate the appreciate your support and the kind words. <laughs> FJB. I like that. Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Clayton, you want to hit your Clay's Comedy Company? And sure, we'll go right into that. that. Yep, um, let me let me find the find the intro. Right there, we go. There you Yes, yes. That cracks me up every time I watch it, too. So. Get Joe out of there. I can start importing you guys some cheap steel kits again. <laughs> yeah. So uh, before I tell you what the comp company is, I'm just going to kind of go about. And here's one of their, this is right off of their own website, prohibited content. If you notice, it says weapons. Don't post events that sell, distribute, or transfer weapons and firearms. And guys, this is under their community standards. You know how we've seen the communion community standards. This is their new thing. Mm -hmm. All these companies are doing it. Vendors, trade shows, raffles, auctions, and or giveaways that sell, distribute, or transfer firearms, firearm parts or hardware, and ammunition, and or weapons and other devices designed to cause physical injury. Wow. So everything. Yeah, your fists. Like Jamie just put up his fist there. We're covering that up, right? Your fists, let's see. I, I guess this pen, I could do some pretty mean harm yeah. with this, honestly. Right in the eyeball or the neck. And I just, I, I'm getting so sick and tired of these woke companies. I got on their website, and I mean, it's just everything that you can think of <laughs> as far as the liberal ideology. They, they brag about their ESG score. And oh, their, my God. The, the, what the hell is it? DEI, I don't know, something inclusion and... I don't know what all these acronyms are anymore. It's all woke crap as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, DEI is Dale Earnhardt Incorporated to me. So. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> I mean, and it, it, the problem is, is this particular company, uh, a lot of people use them to host their events. I've even seen them you, people use this because they've got the app. You can download it, put the little QR code on it or your ticket on it, and go into an event. And there's a lot of people that I've seen use this even in our conservative circles because it is easy to use. You know, it's like a GoFund Send or whatever, the GoFundMe or Give, Go Send go. go. You know, one's conservative and one's not. Uh, and it's the GoFundMe that's not their comedy right, company. Right, yeah, GoFund's heavy comedy. But all of these companies, are they're working against you. Every dime you help them make, everything you every time you use it, and we can't avoid it all, but when we can, we should because there are alternatives out yeah, there. Yeah, so blatant about it. They're proud of it. Oh, they're, they're yeah, they're huge, huge supporters of this stuff. And if you get on this place's website, and I had to actually dig a little on their website, but I found it. And yeah, they're all all woke and everything is great. And they, they're really heavy on the tranny and the gay stuff. Uh, that seemed to be their big thing right now. But oh, here boy. they are. My commie company is Eventbrite. <laughs> They're the comedy company I've of never, the week. I've never even heard of that, Clay. Well, I I had, and uh, I was going through a list of companies that have been. They they basically signed up. I have now. Yep, there and and it has been used. I've seen Eventbrite used. Okay. In some of my own circles for things, and and some of the people I sent this stuff to them that I found. They're like, really? They had no clue. Well, it's just you know Eventbrite's out there. I'm not even going to put their website up there because I don't want nobody using them, and. uh so if you ever see that and you and you see that someone's got this event and it's being hosted through Eventbrite, 
don't use it. It's a commie company, yeah. and they really don't like guns. Um, I, they, I even found that they led to another uh, company that is quite well used in all across the United States, and we'll get to that one in two weeks. They're going to be my next commie company. Tell you so. what, Eventbrite. Nasty person. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my quick commie company of the week. Perfect. Don't use them if you can help it. Find the, find a go to guys publicsquare.com publicsquare.com that's where we found freedom host usa mm -hmm. and they dedicate everything they can to make sure they find good conservative constitutional companies that, that advertise on there right so on check it out oh what jay titan have to say here he said did you say gay stuff and tranny glory hold joe biden <laughs> Glory <laughs> hold joe. i guess i should have read that before i just started reading it <laughs> oh that's a good it. one i gotta no, remember that, that. glory hold joe. hold joe and gene cox says uh hammers and sickles can be weapons absolutely they can absolutely they actually kill more than all rifles combined in america every year yes. biden mid says today they stopped all the added charges really huh Interesting. He did say that. I did hear him say that. All right. Gee, anyway, thanks, Joe. Because your inflation is really covered. That's really covering the inflation you caused, right? Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Glory hole Joe. That's a you think we could sell that t-shirt? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. All right, Clay. Here's what we got coming up right now. Needed a little happy oh, ending yeah. in Israel, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did need that in Israel, but don't let them get away from you when you got them locked in that close. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, happy ending of the week here. Um, as, as about, I would say, two-thirds of these suckers seem to come from Tejas. A uh, pregnant woman in Houston, Texas, decided to take food to her husband at his work on June 27th. But after she'd parked her car... She parked her vehicle and gotten out two armed men in an SUV that was parked nearby exited their vehicle. The two verbally accosted <laughs> the woman who called out to her husband. When he came out, one of the suspects who was carrying a rifle got into another nearby vehicle. The other man, however, reportedly approached the husband, pointing his gun at him and repeatedly asking, you want to die tonight? The couple <laughs> attempted to ignore him. I, man, I don't know if somebody said that to me. I don't know if I'd ignore him. Um, but the man began pistol whipping the husband. Fortunately, both the woman and the man were concealed carriers. Both drew their firearms and shot the piece of trash. The couple then held the man at gunpoint until authorities arrived and transported him to the hospital. He faces multiple charges once released. Police also indicated that the scumbag was, here we go, Clayton, a felon barred from having a firearm. Wow, you're not supposed to own guns. Wait, or wait, rob wait, people. wait. You mean a criminal broke the law? Yeah, huh. unbelievable, right? <laughs> you know, we need to do get some more laws on people who don't break the law. That'll stop mm. them. So, I'm yeah. Every time. <laughs> the woman, who was only two weeks from her delivery date, told reporters, Thank God we had our guns. I've never been happier to be a gun owner. <laughs> and I'm happy for that. you because that's a happy ending. Uh, only thing wrong is you didn't finish him off, but at least he stopped the scumbag. Thanks for. Absolutely. You might have taught him a lesson, maybe. 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 He'll have some nice scars to remember for the rest of his life. Absolutely. Uh, we love the happy <laughs> ending of the week, don't we? Oh. Hey, I got to throw this out to everybody. You so, you know, it, it, it'll be at least another month because we're still, you and me are both busy with hunting seasons coming up now. But we're going to be going into the winter months. 
Does anybody want to see the Midwest badass come back? Um, because it takes a lot of time to go and put into that. It does really. And, uh, but, and we, and we only do it once a month when we do do it, but, uh, I've been thinking I've got a few that I've worked on a little bit over the summer. Mm-hmm. So if that interests you, we'll bring them back. If it don't, we'll, Hey, give us some we got we still got one on ice here. We, we do. do I think it was a pretty good you. one. <laughs> yeah, it was. So here's what we're gonna do, Clay. Uh, we're gonna do our last single ad here, and we're gonna come back, and then we're gonna talk about what we got coming up on Mitchell's show. And and if you guys wanna want Midwest badass to come back, and you're still listening, give us a thumbs up. And if you don't, give us a thumbs down in the comments, or yes or no works too. But uh, maybe we'll go to the a, last ad. Maybe I have to put it on Facebook. Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, absolutely. Again, thanks to Lauer Auto Repair. Now you help this all come to you guys. This isn't you free bet. to do, so we thank our sponsors. So, well, if you finish what you said there, oh, I was going to say, maybe we need to put that as a poll up on our Facebook yep, page. We Should will. We We're going to get that up tomorrow. Midwest badass at least <laughs> over the winter. I'm already seeing there's three yeses. So, yeah. Is there? Okay. I love the oh, Midwest there's, badass. There's four. There, Brian won. Yeah. So All right. We'll, uh, yeah. Okay. We'll, well, we'll probably start that. Um, We'll see. I'd say maybe after we'll deer do, season. Yep, after deer season. So we'll start it. Right, we're going to put up. We're going to put it up as a poll, anyways. I like yep. that poll idea Clay's got there. Yeah. Just to, so and I enjoyed doing it. Don't don't get me wrong. It just it took a lot of research to get because I yeah, you know I me mean? I like yeah, to have yeah. the cool stuff and I mean, digging for that is kind of hard sometimes. It's a lot. It's real easy for Clay and I to talk uh, talk um, guns and gun laws and yeah. you know. <laughs> We got to dig in. Although history was my best class in high school, so loved know, history, yeah. government, my best two classes, absolutely. <laughs> Other than shop. <laughs> so coming up Friday here, we got Mitchell in the morning, Clay. Um, it's gonna be California heavy. Okay. Um, first one we're gonna hit on here, Todd Mitchell. Every Friday morning, Clayton and I are on there. Yeah, seven forty a.m. Mountain, eight forty a.m. Central Time. And KFYR, 5.50 a.m., also on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us on there if you don't get good uh, radio reception. Yep. And we In go fact, to not them. just iHeart. Um, it's on, iHeart's our favorite one because, of course, they're part of KFYR. Yep. But uh, we're on just about every streaming platform there is yep. on there for podcasts. Yeah, I mean, on, but live. You can listen to us live. live, on, yep, on live. And, of course, Clay simulcasts it to our YouTube channel and our Facebook page. But. Uh, first thing we got, um, Governor Christy Noem, she extended open arms to California gun manufacturers and California gun owners. Come on up. Come on. I mean, I don't know about California gun owners. You probably got some leftist gun, but, you know. Oh. Um, after that, about staying in with California, Clay, California wants to kill over 2,000 deer. I think they're black tails. They call mule deer black tails. They're smaller than ours. That are living on California's Catalina Island. And I do remember this happened They've quite a few years before. ago. Yep. And of course, they're not just—they're not going to do it with hunting licenses. Okay, they're bringing in 
government sharpshooters. Imagine that. So we wouldn't want to give anybody yep. a chance. And then staying on the negativity of leftist-ass California, the Ninth Circuit <laughs> Court rules California's ban on mags over 10 rounds can remain. And I think, Clay, I don't remember what show we were on, if it was this one, but we said that they had the in bonk hearing, and they said unconstitutional. Well, then it went back to the whole Ninth, ninth Circuit, and it got, like I said, um, bound on Megs. Oh. It's, it's in state in seven to four. We'll give you the deets on that if there's a chance of this going to the Supreme Court or not. But you're going to have to tune in Friday on Mitchell in the morning to hear that. I imagine it'll be appealed. And uh, Rush always called them Ninth Circus for a reason. Yeah. And uh, he's right. Yeah. It's, it's full of the leftists. And uh, if, you, if, you guys <laughs> if you guys didn't catch it uh, Saturday, we Clay and I were, were guests with uh, Scott Bachmeyer, Dakota Perry Outdoors, Saturday mornings. That's at 8 o'clock on KFY and also on iHeart. We were guests on there. If you guys want to hear that, you can catch that. We got it on our podcast there on iHeart, or you can go to our, our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, Scott's YouTube channel. You can check it out on there. So, Yeah, absolutely. And they – uh jay titan he's he's bugging out says have a great night always enjoy uh, you, your shows Appreciate thank you. you josh brought up something i didn't realize this i guess i kind of heard yep, about yeah it. that's right 99.7 fm as well yeah uh, that's the fm station for uh kfyr so uh, i guess we'll have to start talking about that too it probably in the bismarck area i'm sure it comes in yeah clear. yeah you get over to mandan it kind of gets a little but yeah in bismarck it's nice it's i i, I do try to listen to that as much as i can unless yeah. when i'm out on deliveries and doing stuff but yeah Sounds good. And uh, I don't know if I sent what you Eric one say day. about the polls there. I see he's got something there. <laughs> Let's take a look here. Says, uh, you guys haven't done a poll for a while. And no, Jamie and Claire are not a dancer. <laughs> no, we are not dancing no. on the polls. <laughs> no, I did that in Vegas once. I think there's a video of that somewhere. But oh, yeah. we have got to find that. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I did pretty good. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right, no, Clayton. Yeah, no, I appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, it's probably the shortest show we've had in a while, but uh, that's Man, okay. We I got, got one at 115. This is did we? Okay, yeah, so we're, we're not, we're just shy of a half hour and a half, but appreciate yeah. it. I'll be in Bismarck tomorrow. Waylon, I'll be coming by. Um, I got meetings at 9 a.m. Central, so and we got a meeting with done. Todd over what's yeah, called. Oh, what yeah. are we doing, Clay? We're gonna meet with Todd Mitchell. Um, we're gonna be discussing, um, uh, Different show times, I guess you could say. It'd be a different. It'll still be on Friday for now, but I believe it's going to be longer. Uh, we're just going to go visit yeah. a little bit with them as to how that's all going to work. We want to try and basically put that right into our live stream. So we got to talk with Todd and see how we can do that. I mean, I know how I can do it, but they need to be broadcasting as well for us to do it. Yeah, I'd yeah. Like to do that. And that would be we're, we're talking. Well, Todd said we're going to start at eight. We're going to be starting at eight fifteen. When baseball is over, we don't know if that's when the Twins are done because they have a guy on Corey Probus from the Twins on Friday, right. or if that's when baseball is totally over. I don't know if Probus comes and talks about whoever's yeah, up in the either. playoffs or not. So I mean, <laughs> Twins are down. Twins are down two to zero. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not so saying longer. I'm rooting against them, but <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Twins fans. Yeah. Uh, anyway, healers too. <laughs> we'll let you know. We'll let you guys know next week what happened at the meeting yep. with Todd. So we're gonna just visit with him, but it's gonna happen. Uh, we just will find out a date and 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 go from there. We're kind of excited to see where this goes. Uh, you and I have talked a lot with Todd about even going out to an hour eventually. But yeah, as we both said, one day a week's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm not interested. I mean, in every day. Because last week, you know, we had our show, and then 
with Scott, and that was two hours, and we were on with Scott Saturday. And when we used to do the Monday show, it, it act, even like last week, I was like, man, that was, was that two hour show, and then Scott's for an hour. That, I, I mean, that, that's like three shows, really. It really was. One and hour, no, if you never, if anybody's never did a radio, a live radio show, and Clay and I did that on 12, we were there for two hours, but the show ends up being really like 60 to like 70, you know, 70 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's like right? an, hour, an hour, hour and 10, maybe. An hour, 10, maybe. 15 depending on i know we didn't, yeah we didn't probably follow that yeah so that's like what i'm saying that was like three freaking shows it, it you know and i i right i said i have no <laughs> I desire know. to be a full-time i enjoy i love doing this i love going yeah. on doing a todd show twice a week is awesome clay and i have plenty of stuff to talk about i mean if, if president trump gets in and the republicans get the senate and the house we you know, we'll, we'll, well, <laughs> it'll still we might be, be pushing a little uh, bit for it, but we'll, we'll have plenty yeah. to talk about. So. You know, I can, I remember when I used to listen to Rush all the time when he was alive and he, he always said, Hey, he says, I got just as much to talk about when our guys are in power. And he was right. Um, because there's always someone out there working against you. They don't yeah, give up. Sure. They never give up. No, and they never will. And they we can't either. The founding. So yeah. <laughs> yeah so, oh, Gene Cox just says, Twins are down. Vikings are going to get their uh, first draft pick in the 2020 <laughs> draft. Okay. Oh, gee, my Cowboys ain't much better. That, so, hey, yeah, yeah the, the Twins are down. Uh, I don't know baseball at their first round playoffs if it's five game or seven. I think it's a five game series. So, it. Uh, Frank, thanks. He says, "Have a great evening. It's nice to share it to you guys. It will be Christmas for four years." <laughs> thanks, Frank. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. But All right, Clayton. Said, if you need to, Frank, give us an email. Um, we can touch base sometime, and uh, who knows what will happen. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe we can figure out a way uh, get you out to a day somehow, help you yeah. out, get you out there, and, uh, and Axe and, and Lynette will be more than happy to have you out too, I'm quite certain of that. So. Oh, absolutely. So I guess with that, guys, I think we're going to call it an evening. We want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Thank our sponsors, Law Auto Repair and the Blind Guy of North Dakota. Without their help, we just can't make this happen. So we're happy to have them as sponsors. Visit our store at gunsinthe701.com. Hit the store and go check out our merchandise up there. And I can tell you right now, if there's something you're interested in and you know one of us personally, go ahead and just order it from us because uh, there's a there's there's a shipping fee on there. And I wasn't off by much when we were estimating that. But that last order I did, it was right up there within cents of that $10. Shipping's horrible. It's just horrible right now. So yeah, if you know us, yeah, it is. it's it's cheaper to get it through us. So yeah. Go ahead and do that. Yeah, get it, you send a message and you know, or meet us somewhere. And you know, yep, what, what Kelsey, right. most of our guys well, are below 60. Yeah, 60 percent. Yes, so. yes, they are. Kelsey, you yeah. probably saw the same things I did. Uh, and uh, you probably know who hey, did Josh that loves our hat. Josh got a hat, he yeah. loves it. Thanks, Josh. Love I appreciate Josh. that, man. Yeah, and uh, we still got a few hats. We haven't made a new order oh, yeah. yet. Uh, we got a few on hey, hand. Hey, man, you need them camo hats now. Come on. You're out of the camels, ain't you? No, I got plenty no. of hunting oh, camels. Got, yeah. oh, there you go. We got, got the, the hunting camo, camo. We got the black with the with ah. the woodland camo from Nam, like I'm wearing right here. We got that one. Go. We got the black uh, pimp hat, you know, the silver there's, label There's still on there. a few of these in the lime green Yep, got a couple of those. Um, I think Absolutely. we're out of the gray and black. Yeah, I got some yeah. of those, too. So we got we got hats and uh, shirts ain't a big deal to make. Shirts, uh, we, shirts. Yep. we just fire up the sweatshop and get them made. So. Get, you're repping the brand, man. You get repped the brand. So, <laughs> all right, guys. The there you go. Josh needs a camel one. Well, you have to order one or get one down Clayton and. Josh you know, says he'll pick it up at the dog shoot in Selfridge. 
because I need to All get right, the camel. Man. And I believe I bet that I bet you this year. How much you want to bet that that's going to be at uh, Shields this year, won't it? If you get drawn, they don't they change every other year. They said. So. Well, was it? Yeah, it probably will be at Shields actually. So probably will. Yep. Frank is three X. Well, Frank, tell you what, you get on there on the website gunsinthe701.com. We probably should push that site more. But but we're getting a lot of traffic there, so I think everybody's going there. But uh, hop on there, take a look at the shirts. Uh, let one of us know uh, what size you want to order, and we'll make that happen for you. Um, all the prices and everything are there. Just if you order it from us directly, and you don't have to worry about that shipping and everything. So all right, well guys, with that. Uh, I want to thank, again thank everybody for watching and tuning in and supporting us. Don't forget us Friday morning, 7.40 a.m. Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, Mitchell in the morning. And I'll tell you what, we're going to have some great subjects. So have a great weekend. We'll catch you guys on Friday morning. And by the way, keep your powder dry. See you all next week.